Hello. Welcome to the House of Pain. Anyone there? Can you hear me? Is, is anyone there? You sound really good on my end. Hey, you can only... You can have any any beer in this house as long as it's a Corona. I just watch. We just watched that movie again. It's on old Peacock. Which one is it? It's the first Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's... I don't like his voice in that one. It's it's way too. I don't know how he does it, but I don't like it. He's trying to be more hard, huh? Yeah, I put on a little act. Like he plays it good though. Like I, it's very believable. Yeah, I think he's probably the most believable in the first one. I think the first one just has has some teeth, man. It's like it's. I don't. It may just be nostalgia, and it was the first one of its kind, and. Everybody was kind of authentic. I think as, you know, the next one was Too Fast, Too Furious. And it's like declining already. Yeah. And Tokyo Drift, I feel like they they thought was going to just be a bust and ended up being pretty fucking good. And they're like, let's bring the, let's bring this bitch back. Was it good? I didn't. I've never watched Fuck Tokyo yeah. Drift. I never watched that one. Tokyo Drift's so good. And it doesn't have any, really any of the characters from the, fir- the first two. But then... I don't know if when they're, sh- I need to read it on this, but I don't know if when they're shooting, they're like, oh shit, this might be pretty good. And, uh, end up putting Vin Diesel at the end, you know, to tie the next one in. Hmm. And then those guys, um, I think three of those guys are in like the last couple they just had. They bring big people back to life, you know, they do all kinds of shit in those fucking, what do you call that now? It's not even like sequels? a saga. Oh, saga. Well, I mean, there's like nine or there's no, there's ten of them. I think. What do you I, even call it? It's not I, a. I don't know. A series? A series? I don't know. It's almost like a series yeah. now. <laughs> it's safe to say it's a series, probably. It's getting ridiculous. I don't. Uh, I lost count after. Basically, after the second one, so I don't. I I watched one. The first one where the Rock was introduced, and. I don't know even know where they are. They're like in Colombia or something. That's the last one I've watched. But I didn't watch like the couple before that, and I don't even know what you know, like what number that one was. There's just too many. They're getting too. Uh, it's not even realistic anymore. We talked about how the Rock, <laughs> the Rock and Vin Diesel are just doing unhumanly things on those, these shows now. Like I think at one point. The, the rock is holding a helicopter with a chain with one arm as he's holding the helicopter pad with his other arm. And he just starts to pull and the helicopter starts coming towards him. And it's like, that's one. And then the rock jumps off this five story. <laughs> he jumps off this five story parking garage onto a car and rolls off. And he's like, damn it. You know, don't break anything. He just gets back up. He's like, I'll have to get him next time. Like, <laughs> that's good. That's too getting much. Out of, get, getting out of hand, dude. These movies, uh, I, I told you I watched one with, uh, I think his, I think how you pronounce his name is Edris Elba, the yeah. the Beast one. And it was, it's about the lions where the family goes on a safari and they get attacked by this rogue lion. And it was very realistic. I mean, all the scenes were pretty, like, damn, like, if I saw a lion attacking people, that would be it. 
everything up to the last like ten minutes of the movie is is golden, and then he gets the last ten minutes, and Edris Elba is like literally fighting one on one with a fucking lion. Like all the attacks up to this point, like the lion kills. Like the none of the people get away. Like the lion attacks all these people and kills them instantaneously. But Edris Elba, he's able to like roll around on the dirt and grab a knife and stab them like backwards and do all this crazy shit. And the fight scene drags on for an uncomfortable amount of time. It's like two or three minutes. Like, all right, this is getting a little awkward now. <laughs> like we, we just like close the scene out. Like it's like no one told the director to say cut. Like it just kept going. So I don't know. It was a good movie, they though. We forgot to take some of the some of them scenes out, huh? Yeah, I think there was like a little, they bit, for, a little bit of fat on there. Huh? They forgot the copy or the 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 blade out of Final Cut. Oh, how do you like this uh, remote thing? It's not enough lag for me to notice, but it's not me and you together like in yeah. the same room. That is a little weird. It's not bad. It's not I great. I feel like when I say something, it takes you a while yeah. to like, it's either I'm not funny or it's a lag. Well, <laughs> you know how I feel about this. <laughs> and you're he- and you're hearing it pretty, pretty clear. So I think maybe, maybe I'm not funny right now. You know how I feel about these things. I like your little brick setup. How do you like mine? You ever seen this one before? <laughs> Is it weird looking on the other end? No, I've seen it a hundred no. times. Well, the what you're seeing is a lot different from what I got on my on my uh, on my on my screen up above. So it looks like absolute shit on this little screen, probably like yours, because I can see all the outskirts of your room. Yeah, but maybe on this on this little uh, screen up here looks pretty damn good. You know how many times Candace or 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 Kelly will walk right there when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm recording? Oh, it's like. I won't have anything going on for three days. No one ventures here at all. No one comes to this side of the house. The minute I turn my laptop on and my camera on, it's a it's a fucking like stampede. They're just going up and down the stairs. Candace <laughs> is doing cartwheels down the stairs here, and yeah. there's 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 flying kites down here. Like it's just it's a lot of activity going on. The minute I turn on the laptop. Yeah, you're in a pass-through room right now, so... Yeah. Nature of the Beast, huh? Yeah, it comes with the territory. No it comes with the no territory. No pun intended on the Lion movie, huh? <laughs> you like that one a little bit, huh? No, that, <laughs> I that, no, that, was, a, that was a sympathetic laugh. Yeah, I'll take it. That was a... Have you seen the new Elvis movie? Um, No, I want to, though. You need to get that app that I told you about. A I nice was, one. I was telling Kelly about it. Yeah, I get it because it's free and you'd be stupid to not do it. But did, um, did you try the Elvis one on it? Uh, no, everything's everything's good. There's no. It's not like it's not like I don't think it's bootleg. I think it's. I feel like it's a real movie. There, I mean, it looks no different than if you were to stream it from Netflix or something. So, anyways, we watched the movie, and you know, like Elvis was like a big deal for a long time. Still is a big deal, and uh, my mom was around when he was kind of big. So, uh, she watched it and she, and they, they, they paint a different picture with this because 
they they really highlight uh, Elvis's manager, hmm. and apparently Elvis's manager kind of screwed him over a little bit um, throughout his whole career. I think he was collecting like fifty percent of the money of his money the whole time under contract, and I think Elvis didn't didn't really pay attention in the beginning. And at some point, Elvis just ran out of money, and but oh boy, was getting fifty percent, and he would do contracts behind him, behind his back and kind of lock him in. At one point, he was uh, he wrote a contract. He signed a contract for him to perform in Vegas, but he had to do it every weekend. And there was like a little kickback for the manager because he was kind of a crazy um, he was a crazy uh, gambler. So he had many debts. So the his end of the deal was unlimited credit. <laughs> so that if Elvis came every week to perform at this particular hotel. And he would have like a full line of credit and uh, be able to gamble or whatever. But um, so he kept Elvis always wanted to go uh, international and perform, but his manager kept him in the United States for that reason. Was kind of the story. But my mom's just like in disbelief. She's like, no, that's not Elvis. No, I don't believe this story. Really? And Courtney, yeah, Courtney said the grandparents too, that uh, her grandparents watched it and they're like, no, Elvis wouldn't do that. You know, like like they know Elvis like uh, person. personally. And by the by the end, my mom's like, "You need to watch this other one. This one's not right." And I was like, "And Tom Hanks is plays the manager, so it's mm. like there there's like some legitimacy there." I don't like and Tom was, Hanks. Well, I mean, I don't think he'd take a role that wasn't like legitimate. So I I don't think I don't know. I could be full of shit, but I asked my mom. I said, "Do you think Tom Hanks would play in this movie if it was like just a bunch of lies?" I said they've they got uh they got information from uh Elvis's wife, his daughter, like all these people. This actor that's like uh everybody's goo goo over uh went to Graceland and like got the whole spiel and got a lot of background history. So it was pretty good, but my mom my mom I don't think liked it because it wasn't uh what it's not what she thought Elvis was and it's not the story that she thought. She didn't know that certain things were going on like with his dad and his mom and, and all kinds of stuff, but it shows him getting screwed over pretty good. If it's true, it's, it's, it's pretty messed up. But, but then again, I don't know if Elvis would have ever been as big if that guy never, you know, promoted him, found him because that dude's still big right now. You know, Mm -hmm. I think they say that he is, he's sold the most records out of a, out of a single artist. It's like still to this day. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. That's yeah. I mean that's that's what they say. So that's bigger than Google Michael it. Jackson. I thought Michael Jackson had. Let's let's uh let's do a little Google. Huh? A little gander, huh? Let's do a little Google. The uh, I'll do a little talking. You do a little Google. The number one selling recording artist. And this guy that plays Elvis is like, I think he's real popular right now. But that's another thing. He doesn't look completely like Elvis. Is, is it right? Dude. So according to uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I trust that. Elvis Presley is considered the highest selling individual artist based on sales claims. And Drake is the highest selling individual artist based on certified units. What What's the difference between those two? I don't know. I was trying to get into the nitty gritty. That's kind of crazy. It's either Elvis or fucking Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I figure someone, you know, yeah, like Michael Jackson or like 
Yeah. I thought there were more people in between this <laughs> Elvis other, and Drake. This other one, if we go by units, which I'm assuming units means... You, you know, one that one thing that I didn't see is Garth Brooks in here. So let's see what units means. Um, it would be somewhat shocking to find out, for instance, that country star Garth Brooks has sold more than Elvis Presley and Michael Jackson. So this is so by every- yeah, this is by units. This, this so the fifty best selling. This is from March 9th, twenty uh, twenty two from Business Insider. The 50 best-selling musical artists of all time. Number one is the Beatles. And that's 183 million units. Number two is Garth Brooks. Is that, is that CDs and records? Or what are units? I think records and... Yeah, I think records and CDs. Maybe, yeah. Maybe downloads? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. And then and then Elvis is number three right behind Garth Brooks is at 146.5 million. And then you got the Eagles... Let's just round out the top ten. Led Zeppelin at number five. Michael Jackson at number six. Billy Joel. Bill, you got number eight. Elton. Jo- I don't know. Have a. I don't know how to do it now. Do the last one. And the last. <laughs> yeah, and and number nine is ACDC at seventy-five mm-hmm. million units, mm-hmm. and number ten is Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> seventy-five. That's why they normally do the countdowns. Yo, Pink Floyd at number ten. And I know you're ready for number eight. Here yeah, it goes. Who's oh, and uh, listeners call in? Caller number nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nine, huh? Yeah, I don't know why it was caller number nine. Yeah, Garth Brooks, dude. Garth, uh, there's a documentary on Netflix that Garth Brooks is in. Garth Brooks is in, and uh, yeah, he's an amazing singer, dude. Like, he's probably like one of the. Well, obviously, like. He's probably one of the most talented individuals, like musical artist of all time, like with Michael yeah, Jackson I'm, and all them. But yeah, with I'm Elvis, a big fan. Yeah, he's good, dude. Like singing those ballads, how he does mm-hmm. those country ballads. He, dude? you know, why he retired initially, right? I thought it was to be with his family. Yeah, like he. So he was on top, and then uh, he made a promise. After a certain point, he was going to wait until the kids uh, graduate. And at that point, that's when he kind of made a comeback. Hmm. Uh, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something, he made this huge comeback. And he's touring right now and stuff. But, I mean, when he came back, we we're like, what the hell? But he let so many years go by. You know, he was – you remember how he was? He would be running around stage, climbing up on shit. Yeah. Screaming. And but when he came back, you know, he still was just as talented, but um, he, you know, he wasn't that young buck anymore running around. Hmm. Um, I'm surprised George Strait isn't in that list. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he didn't, George Strait has never really broke like transcended across country though. Like, George Strait mm-hmm. in country music is like amazing, but let's see where he's at. Um, he, I'm sure he's on the top fifty. Yeah, so George Strait is number twelve. At sixty nine okay. million, at sixty nine million units. Who's at twenty? I gotta know. Twenty. Um, let's go. Madonna seventeen, eighteen Metallica, nineteen is Madonna. Eminem. Golly. And number twenty is Whitney Houston. As MGK. Above Eminem, U two is twenty three. Celine Dion twenty four. 
What about Selena, dude? Is she is she on top? <sighs> I don't top think 20? so. Let's see. No, dude, Alabama. The group Alabama is at twenty six. Uh, Journey, like- forty nine, or is that twenty seven? Let's see. Shania Twain's at twenty nine. I feel like that list a little subjective, man. I mean, this is by units. So if they're if they're, I mean, if they're listing, you know, how many units were sold, then. Same what thing. is? What did you find out for units? It's it's kind of we don't really know that, right? Yeah, is it really downloads too. I really downloads don't. Would, I really would don't know. Sense. Let's see. Okay, so Insider turned to the Recording Industry Association of America list to find out who is in the top 50. The list is based on total certified album units sold in the U S including streaming. Mm. So it does include streaming. Do you think for a streaming unit, you have to listen to the whole song? It's a good question. Or do question. you think it fractionalizes all of it and adds it to where it's like, you'll get like some decimals of like, or do you have to listen to the whole song to the end? I don't think you have to listen it's to them. I think there's a certain, uh, like, I know, like, in the radio days, they had to listen for a certain amount of time. So it could be, like, even if, like, we look at our, like, podcasting metrics, like, I think, a, a like, a legitimate click, a listen, or, a, you know, even if you <laughs> accidentally hit play and don't mean to, I think that counts as a download. Or a listen, because I mean, before units is like you're, it's 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 a lot harder to get units back in the day because you'd have to buy the album like nineteen bucks an album or whatever, whatever, however much it was, and then records, you know, had a price too, and now you just pay this monthly subscription, you just hit these buttons all day. It's like I feel like you really needed, you really had to want the album to buy it, and then it was harder for those artists to get those numbers. It's crazy. Did, did you watch that um, Rogan with uh, Protective Parks 5? I was just about to bring that up, actually, where they're talking about the movies. Yes. Yeah. So they're saying how they're saying how uh, since we don't have DVDs, VHSs, um, Blu-rays, like it really matters that a movie does well in the theaters because there's really no afterlife for the for the um, for the movie like there was when. Sometimes the movie didn't do well in the theaters, but then it'd do better when it went to DVD. Remember some some people like I'm I'll just wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah. And so they're those people that were consuming and uh you know, oftentimes they they pay more for the DVD than to go to to to, to, to go watch it in theaters. So they'd get a lot more money from the DVD sales and some things would like spike uh you know 10 years after because it become nostalgic and people would just buy up, you know, like um uh, office space or, you know, those cult classics. Yeah. I think so that was kind of interesting about that. I think the mask was, was one of those movies. Like basically all those, those 90 comedy movies were, were, uh, some of them were, were busts in movie theaters, but, but ended up doing really well. And on the DVDs. So, yeah. And I think they were spitting off some movies from exactly 1994 and they were just like, bombs yeah <laughs> like all the crap you listen like all yeah. the crap you watch oh um, those are golden yeah. dude those are golden fucking movies i wonder why there's so much talent 
in the nineties like that. I mean, maybe they're just important to us because we grew up on them. You know, maybe maybe the kids now wouldn't enjoy them because it's not part of their generation. I think there's a. I think what I forget what actor they were saying said that it was like Tom Cruise. It was one of those the older like on top actors that was saying, or I think it was Matt Damon. Matt Damon was saying that everyone's afraid to invest in movies and make a, a movie because it, it needs to be a hit, like you were saying in the theaters. But there's also the other edge, like we had like no ceilings in our movies. There was no like boundaries that wouldn't be crossed. Like, you know, like the name calling in movies, the the really like homophobic or transphobic jokes in movies. Like uh, you can't make those type of movies these days or at least actors that are in Hollywood that are popular. They're not going to want to be in those movies. Yeah. I wonder what, what do you, what do you think? Um, what do you think that means though? They're less entertaining or I think, I think it'll be, a. I think like this is just the, the era that we're in right now. And there's like a, there's a slow tide building and it, it'll revert back and it'll go to the extreme. I think just like we kind of, I think like we're kind of in this extreme space where, you know, it's like, even like the, even like the white people are, are more against racism than like the, uh, the, the minority demographics are like, do you, you see more white people like, protesting against like police violence and for black lives matter and for things like that. Like you're, it's like just this woke ideology, like waving a flag. I'm on your side kind of thing. And that's, that's just where we're at right now. But there's like this slow wave of, of people coming that are, are trying to shift that back. And I, like, I think of Andrew Tate as like the perfect example. Like he's, he's ultra on the other side of the spectrum, but he like, people are starting to like, Oh shit, this guy kind of has some good points. Like he's making some good, some good shit. Um, they're calling them kind of, uh, what's the opposite of a feminist? What is the masculine? Yeah. They're calling them uh, toxic masculine. Um, because of some of the things he's saying about, about how he treats his girlfriends or, um, how he tells them to cook for him. Like, yeah, he, I'm not saying I agree with him, but somewhere in the middle of like Andrew Tate, and like half of Hollywood, like that's where like the the good thing or the good, the funny moments are going to exist. And no one wants to make content like that right now, unless you're a comedian. Yeah, I think the people that are doing what he's doing are getting popular quick because it's like that shock factor. Mm. And so they're just saying just crazy shit and then kind of like you know like the liver king like he's saying things that it's not like um like it's not really like tate but he's saying shit that nobody's ever heard of like and, and saying to eat things that we never once talked about before and so it's like people are interested in it because it's new and different and uh you know with all with how we we've shifted kind of like you were talking about he's coming and talking about you know women doing this and that for him yeah. When it's kind of like, shush, everybody's starting to listen. They're like, what is he saying? You know, they're, they're interested in it because it's like taboo right now. A not lot. necessarily because people believe it, but it's just like, oh shit, he's saying things that, you know, you're not supposed to be saying. 
I think there's a certain segment of the population that actually kind of agrees with him, though. That's kind of why he's popular. I th- like, I think there's a shock factor, too. Like, you, I, I 100% agree with you, but I think there's a certain uh, percentage of the population that won't say they necessarily agree with him. They won't say, like, they'll back him or support him, but they'll, they like what he's saying. Like, secretly, behind closed doors, they're like, dude, this guy's saying something. Like, he's on, he's on the right path. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like give him a little follow, huh? Yeah, <laughs> well, he's uh, he's become like the new Gary V. Yeah, you know, you I know, yeah. I haven't really watched this guy too much, but I remember you telling me about him. So Gary V, dude, just kind of what he does. Oh yeah, you don't you don't know Gary V. Gary V. I'm talking about the okay. tape guy. Okay, but yeah, Gary V. Just goes on tangents. I think you and I think you thoroughly enjoy people that can go on rants. I yeah, I, I think, think you like ranters i yeah i think that's my 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 thing i like someone who can go on a like take a subject that's that's kind of not funny and make it funny in a way and and maybe that's not even it just someone that can talk about something and like in a introspective like nuanced way from all different angles and that's something the gary v is really good at doing like he breaks down this last one i watched was uh about youtube shorts and i enjoy his his filming crew too because his filming crew like it's always at a camera angle like 45 degrees it's never like straight on and he's always comfortable in a seat or a chair or some kind of sofa and he's just talking to you know like a a small it's never a large group it's like a small group of kids and it's like youtube shorts if you ask me where i need to invest my time right now youtube shorts Start making content, make con- the more content you make on YouTube shorts, you're, you're going it, to, it's going to just, it's going to compound on itself. And you know how compounding works. Compound brings the interest and interest brings extreme dividends. Like he just, he says this crazy stuff that oh makes sense. It makes sense though. Like you're like, Oh shit. And then you get hyped up or at least I, like I get hyped up for like 30 minutes and I'm like, man, they do dawn something. And then it starts wearing off a little bit. I'm like, that guy's so full of shit. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's just, he's, it's, but it's one of those people who can like, yeah, that makes sense, but it doesn't necessarily like equate to, to money for everybody. Not everybody. There's people that nobody wants to watch. You can do a hundred thousand shorts and it's not going to bring in dividends. Like it's <laughs> like, but yeah, he's saying it like it's, you know, cash or something. Yeah. I, I, under, I understand though. I mean, we're getting into the content world where, maybe this is going to be people's uh, livelihood of, of maybe it's all going to be our livelihood. Cause you know, when you, we talk about artificial intelligence and really not the need for uh, manual labor anymore. Um, what a lot of things predict, especially like, you know, the movie black mirror or, or not movie, but the series mirror, some other, um, I guess dystopian type of type of movies they always show like, you know, this is kind of what we're good for is like, um, creating content and, um, and that's kind of how we make our money is by, uh, likes and views and, and, and things like that. I want you know, I wonder if that's cause, cause that wrapped up with uh, cryptocurrency. If it, you know, cryptocurrency was widely accepted, you know, that could be likes and views. You could get, you know, a little bit of cryptocurrency in that for that. But then it gets into that that um, social uh, what is that 
China program, uh, social credit score. Or, yeah. So like social credit score to where, um, those certain metrics are build the way that like, like when the government gets involved with, uh, social media and things like that, then you're, you're giving credit to like for good behavior almost. Hmm. And if you're, if you start say like in this world, if you start talking a little bit more, right, you know, maybe you don't get the cryptocurrency and maybe if you talk more, a little bit more left, you do a little better. And then maybe that's just kind of the way of life. And that's like, and so whatever's like the narrative at that time, if the more, the closer you get, you know, the more wealthy you get and then it starts changing people's minds. And, and that's how, cause they, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to not eat or, or whatever, or not have, you know, nice things or whatever. And so, they go closer and closer to like the government's narrative to where, um, you know, that's, that's, they, they, they're doing it more or less to get more money. I don't, I don't know. That could be it. Yeah. I, what do you think? I don't know, man. I, I have like a, a two sided, like I'm on the fence of thinking that it's going that way with the social credit score. We're all going to be, some type of computer integrated person being. Um, but I, I, I really believe that there will be a holdout from certain, like a certain segment of the population and it's going to be valuable to know how to do stuff still. Like I, I, we were talking about this this morning about my younger kids, not knowing like one of them, not knowing how to do stuff. And it's, they know how to do stuff technologically on the phone. They're really good. And even on a computer, they're okay. And I think like the more that you expose the younger generation to actually doing stuff, the, the more like resistant it's going to be, the more, the the harder it's going to be to like integrate the human into the computer world. Like where it's, you can't distinguish one from the other. I think the more we're able to do like manual stuff like i don't know like chop trees down or or do electrical work or like learn like fix stuff <laughs> just doing stuff manually that requires our hands and our minds i think those type of human beings are going to like excel in life long term over the people that are just computer savvy and I think that if the world, like I still, like this is a doomsday way of thinking, but if the world, like, like we, we, we kind of saw it through with the, the pandemic, like the people that I, like don't hunt, that don't know how to provide for themselves, they were in a world of hurt the last couple of years with the pandemic, like not, like luckily like fast food joints and places like that were open so they could get food, but the people that that knew how to provide for themselves that were, you know, hunting that were growing their own like vegetables and fruits. Like, I don't think they had much impact, you know? And I, so there's like part of me that believes like staying close to our like ancestral roots will, uh, benefit us more in the long run. But I, I, I still believe like at any moment shit could pop off. Right. With like everything happening with North Korea and Ukraine, uh, we're at like 
at any given moment, depending on what the news cycle does, we're on the verge of a civil war sometimes. Like it got like, think about like how many protests were happening, like during the middle of the pandemic, like it got pretty crazy where cities and, and like police departments and the government buildings were on fire. Like it, it was like on the verge of some, some rocky shit there for a little bit. And it doesn't take yeah. much to, to tip us over. All of it takes is like a bad news story or a false news report to come out to, to tip a certain segment of the population to one way or another. Mm. What about, what if in 50 years, you know, you're having this, you're, you're talking about like people don't know chop trees or something and the same person. So you 50 years from now, like maybe your son or something is saying, you know, we're got there. I mean, we're going to have to need to have, you know, our roots, you know, like, we're going to need to know how to script uh, a, a, a function for a robot to cut a tree down. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you don't know how to do a simple script like that, how are you going to cut trees? Yeah, you know, I know. like, I know. What if it's like that or, you know, um, it's or like, say, everybody has this uh, uh, neural link yeah. and it's like everybody can just download this shit, right? Like how to wash dishes downloaded. And then you got these people that are resistant about uh, to the Neuralink, and they're like, "Fuck, man, this guy don't have Neuralink. We got to teach him. We got to teach him manually. Like we have to show him a hundred times, and he might get it. Mm. I, I wish he could download it. And then those people, you know, might not get jobs as easy because they're they're more difficult to work with. But maybe you have a movement where it's like well, they're treating people without Neuralink different. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, you have to hire so many people that don't have Neuralink. Uh, we could get into some weird stuff that way too. But if that thing does what it says it's going to do, you know, and you could, you basically have access to the World Wide Web and you're able to download things and it, you're able to correct, um, uh, you know, gen genetic dispositions and things like that. That's that's going to be pretty nuts. You'd be you'd be kind of kind of dumb not to get it um but i mean i don't i don't know it's it's scary too you definitely wait for the first couple generations to go by <laughs> i'll wait till the version for the firmware update comes in that yeah that stuff is cool like uh healing like a neuro a neurological disorder or 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 you know making someone have better speech patterns or or healing alzheimers or something like that like that stuff is really awesome this this other stuff that gets tricky though is you'll be able to supposedly hear people think right if people heard what i thought i'd be fucked you know what i mean like I have some crazy shit that pops in my head sometimes. A lot of the times, like 99.9% .9 of the time I'm walking around. I got some crazy shit going on in my head. Like if, if people heard that, they'd be like, fuck, like <laughs> what's going on. But it doesn't mean I act on them all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a thought. Yeah. It's a thought that, uh, pops up in my head and I'm like, Oh shit, that'd be funny. Or the oh, shit. Like a certain person will walk in the room and I, I, like a un, an unbiased thought comes in my head, right? Like that doesn't mean I'm that person. It just means that this thought popped in my head. Now, whether I choose to act on that thought is different, but if you really have the ability to, to read or hear people's thoughts, I think that changes the fucking game. 
Because we're going to all over I think everyone has fucked up thoughts going on in their head. Yeah, I, I don't think you have nothing to worry about because you'll notice that probably everybody has fucked up thoughts. Yeah. I think it'd be fun, you know, for at least a day, right? Yeah. Like maybe forever, but at least one day they're like, hey, everybody's be able to read everybody's thoughts. That'd be a fun little day because I would go go to the people that know kind of, I don't know, you can see what girls think or yeah. um, like what your in-laws think or <laughs> um, your kids, like, you, you know, maybe you can see what Lena thinks about you. Oh, I know. He loves me. Can you imagine? Being... He didn't. He's like, yeah. He's like, fuck, this he's motherfucker's put, coming back. He's putting up. have some food. He, put, he puts up a front. Can You know yeah. what that reminds me of? Uh, what's that uh, Mel Gibson movie where he uh, reads what, what women want? Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I think it's what women want. And he like. That was, I thought that was cool. That was a good movie, dude. He starts oh, popping. That's a hell of an advantage. He starts popping like she's looking at his crotch. He's like, oh, no, I looked at his crotch. And he's like, he does a little pop. You know, like <laughs> that would, that's shit that I would do. I would do that shit. I'd walk around and like see what this girl's thinking about. See what my boss is thinking about. Yeah. I, I, I think it'd be cool for at least a day. Um, and then after that day, everybody has to forget what happened. Would it be, be like pretty cool? Like the purge? Like you get like 24 hours to do something? <laughs> you would learn so much about a person in 24 hours. Yeah. Like more than you ever would. Cause there's so many walls that people put up yeah. and they're a different person or whatever. But if you were able to, you know, kind of see through that, you would learn a lot about that person. You may not even be friends with them anymore, or you may even be more friends with them. Yeah. There's no telling what type of communication we're missing out on from like hiding um, emotions and things like that. We're just kind of given people, you know, what we manufacture uh, externally from our bodies. So it's like, there's so much hidden, yeah. Um, you know, from social agreements or whatever it is. But with with Neuralink, I the one you know the thing I'm scared about if it has access to everything, then you can you can be hacked. You know, you can people can go in and and make you think one thing or make you uh, make you do physically do things uh, if it has that type of control. And same with everything, with everything being connected to everything. Um, autonomous cars you know it can it could take your brakes out or they can run you off the road or if you say the wrong thing on the internet it's like you know can make you run into shit or run into someone frame you for something it's like you i mean if if, if everything's accessible from the internet then anybody can hack in and manipulate it yeah it's kind of like with this uh ransomware that's been going around it's like if you can get in i mean you can act i mean with like uh, the chemical plants and things like that you start opening valves and you know yeah. or shut down the process and you know ask for a billion dollars and they could even wire you the billion once it's wired it's it's gone so once they wire you you could just continue keeping it off and ask for more money it's like it's, it's scary stuff yeah because uh you know people get hacked all the time like they'll people hack into people's email and then change an email um like the actual sender email by like one letter and then uh say like you you're gonna buy hopefully you're smarter than this but i've heard of situations where someone's gonna wire money for like buying property and someone is watching out for those emails and and fabricates an email that looks just like the one that was sent but changes like a letter in the email um address and um they change the routing number Hmm. and so but 
once the wire transfer is gone, it's undetectable pretty much. So it's like once they, because this guy that uh, I know was sending like $140,000 for this property and uh, he sent it, but somehow it got, it got uh, flagged in between yeah. and it had to be approved. And he called right in the nick of time and said, Hey, this, this is going to the wrong you know place. And they said, Hey, we can't, we don't know for sure if it's going to go back to you. Like we, we don't know if it's going to continue on. And he, luckily it went back to his bank account, but he would have just lost it because there's no way to find out where it went, who it was, anything like that. And in a lot of situations. That was one of your friends. Mm-hmm. What a fucking idiot. No. His name's John Alba. <laughs> Sorry, I told you a story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. What a fucking moron. Well, would... Those are just like simple little hacks that people are doing. Like you wouldn't know any different. It's what, you know, if you're like John Alba and then I put an H on your name and like maybe we don't conversate a lot or maybe we do and I don't look at your email address. I assume it's you if you pop up pretty much if I put A in there it comes up, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's like quick, a quick little way to make a money. I, I heard that they do that corporations too. They'll, they'll find a way in someone will click a link and they'll get in and they can kind of get in the emails and see when there's like unpaid invoices and, and change the routing numbers up and, you know, ask, you know, we haven't been paid and it's like <laughs> 300,000 and you just got some regular people like, Hey, we just need to get this invoice paid. And they're like talking amongst each other. Yeah. They have their, it's not their company. They're just trying to like, you know, move the next, cog you know trying to figure figure out how to just pay it they pay it and it goes to someone else it's untrackable and then you get a call like 10 years later or, or 10 months later like hey we still haven't got paid for this yeah yeah like shit that's how we paid them but they don't you know they're just gonna push it through and again they're they could pay the same person twice yeah you know it's some of these big corporations they're just trying to get that thing paid the people that you know like do the um requisitions and 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 do the uh, purchase order updates and things they're just trying to get it done yeah they don't not they don't care who it goes to give me a name and i'm gonna send this to you and then get off my back kind of you know a small company probably won't fall for that stuff but corporations just don't you know writing checks all day can you imagine how much wasted money like goes on just in the one area that we were in like how much wasted money and you take that, like you times that on, like you start looking at the next apartment or the next group. Like right. it started start to add up really quick for major corporations like that. Well, it's just some of the employees don't have any pride in their work or like they don't look into things. And you have some bad apples that were just, you know, they're just, they're not, they're not looking at what they're doing. They're just trying to get these tasks done and, and, um, I don't know. Not they're not they're not paying attention to what they're doing. Have you ever been hacked or or uh, almost hacked on your bank account? Not my bank account, but I feel like my email was hacked. Your Gmail. I don't click links. Like I don't I don't do the things that normally will get you. Yeah. But I started getting. I thought I got hacked because I started getting texts, and it was like your PayPal has been logged into or like, or compromised or something, uh, but then it had a, you know, like I'll check check here at the link. And I was like, fuck no. Yeah. And I, I, then I just, when I get that kind of thing, I just go and I change my password on, um, on whatever thing it's referencing just in case. Yeah. And I don't ever see any 
money loss or <laughs> you know. or anything like that. <laughs> no, I try. I mean, I, try, I feel like I'm pretty good about that. There's so many scammers out, especially like insurance companies and things like that. It's like there's so many things that we deal with every day. It's like, okay, that's, you know, someone, someone trying to get something. The bad thing is like people that get calls on the phones from like insurance companies are like, you got this outstanding bill or something. It's like their target audience is typically the elderly man. Yeah. And they get worked up and they're like, Oh, well, I got to pay. And they get their, you know, bank information out, give them whatever. And they got taken. It's like, it's sad. You know, people, these are people's businesses, but this is things that how they make their money. They just cold call people and say that they owe money. It's crazy. I, I love when I get, I, I, those calls will start happening to me like around tax season. I'll get like, Hey, you, you know, you didn't file your taxes. Like there, there's been like a, it's kind of scary cause they almost know when you file. I don't know if you get those calls, but I'll, I'll get one or two like, and it'll be a person and it sounds like a call center. There's a bunch of talking going on in the background and I'll do like the, like Jerry Seinfeld skit like, well, Hey, well, why don't you give me your number and I'll call you back. And, uh, cause I'm eating dinner right now. I'll call you right back. They're like, Oh, well we can't give you our number, sir. And like, Oh, I, I well, you don't want me bothering at your house. And they're like, no. And I'm like, well then quit fucking bothering me. And I'll like, hang up <laughs> <laughs> some shit like that. Not bad, huh? uh, Not that's, bad. I think, I, I think but ver- just give me your personal number. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think I verbatim think is that's Jerry Seinfeld. I think I, that's where I got that from, but that's like my go-to, like, just give me your cell phone number. I'll call you right back. I'll call you right back. I'm on the other line. I'll call you right back. Like, <laughs> I think if people listen to this, they're going to they're gonna adopt that. That's you think so? Good. Well, I bet everyone that listens to us probably watches Seinfeld. So, Yeah, they, that's pretty doubtful, I think. I think all the smart people watch Seinfeld. And if they don't, they are now. Why do you watch it? Well, because I'm a genius. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. How much time we got? I don't know. I don't know what time it started. I'm I'm showing on my old Zoom. Uh, we're 46 minutes in, but we're probably 45 minutes in. Then maybe 40 minutes in. Okay. Anything else you want to hit on? <laughs> I think we need to end with a special, a special that you're gonna provide. My favorite. What? <laughs> What's the special? The grease scene with uh john travolta talking to sandy oh dang what go is... on you remember he's like maybe you could check the yellow page yeah. or... <laughs> <laughs> i'll be sandy dude okay. i don't even think she does anything she's just appalled all the time what, uh, what is the well i don't um, know uh take out a missing person ad i don't know <laughs> i was rocking and rolling oh oh yeah they're at the football game He's yeah, like, so like Sandy. So the scene is Sandy's there. Yeah, he doesn't know Sandy's there. Rizzo brings John. What's his name? Rizzo. Danny. R- Danny. Yeah. He's like, check this. Check, you remember her or some shit? You remember? Her? He's like, Sandy. And he's like, Danny. He's like, I thought you were gonna go move back to the beach or something like that. And she's like, My dad. Well, what does she say? My dad. Uh, we had a change of plans. And then his friends walk up, you know, his friends yeah. like, and then he kind of notices. Yeah. Like, and he's like, oh, he's like, Oh, well that, that's cool, baby. That's, you know how it goes. You rock in and roll in. And she's like, 
She's like, Danny, what's the matter with you? <laughs> He's like, you know how it is. You know how it is. Like going and you know, I don't know uh, what happened to Danny Zuko. I'm in at the beach. Well, I, I do not know. Uh, maybe there's two of us. Uh, take out a missing person ad or try the yellow pages. I don't know. <laughs> so, hey, what did she say at the end? She's you like, do with you're, a, you're, you're a fake and you're a phony and I wish I never laid eyes on you. He's like, and then this friend, this friend says, uh, yeah, I bet that's not all she laid her eyes on or something like that. Right. <laughs> that guy always has the one liners, right? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Does he, uh, <laughs> does he, uh, what, what that? There's one of those songs that goes, uh, does she have a friend yeah. or some shit? Uh, yeah. Summer moment happened yeah. so fast. Oh, Does summer loving. Summer loving happened so fast. I met a girl crazy <laughs> for me. And then what is it? Does she have a friend? I'm trying to remember that part. Does she have what a friend? What about at the end of that? That end of that song where where he does that high note and he's like, ha, ha, yeah, and he puts his Something like that. Do you think that was like that was planned? They're like, all right, well, I'm at this. I'm gonna hit this note, and then I'm gonna hit one octave higher. Like I'm just gonna like you know, and put my hand up. Like, dude, again. it's John Travolta, dude. Like he's yeah. he's fucking good. Like there was some Saturday Night Fever in that in that stance at the end. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, hey, that's a good movie too. That's a really good movie. All those, yeah, dude. Any, that. I'm a like John Travolta, like. Anything if if John Travolta's on or Sylvester Stallone, like those are my those are my guys. And Denzel Washington. You just keep naming. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to. I feel like so I can't be racist. I have to throw a uh, a colored person in there. And I like George Lopez too. So I got all the races in there. And I like Jackie. Still- I, I like Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Gotta cover all my bases here. <laughs> George Lopez even do anything anymore? Man, I yeah he's he's in a uh, he's in a movie that's getting released, but it's not it's not too big. He got pretty like political in the George Bush days, and I think it turned off a lot of people. He like mm. he went from like telling jokes about my the Mexican culture and that shit was funny to just being hardcore like liberal jokes like bashing on republicans and some of it's funny but like if that's what your 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 main course is like it gets a little much at the time i think that's what got him unpopular but then he also had that big show too um the george lopez show that series which was yeah. i mean that went on for a long time i feel like and then he had, he was on the late night talk show too he had for a while yeah he he did have that for a while I remember seeing him after the George Lopez show and did, he did a movie and he had a fucking beard and I was like, and it looked good. Yeah. And I was like, what, what the fuck? Like, why don't, why didn't he have this beard the whole time? He always clean shaven, you know, Yeah. kind of like Rogan, like Rogan grows a really good beard, but he yeah. never has it. Yeah. You try to look like a badass though. Why don't you just rock the beard, dude? I think, I think, I think he, he grows it up to his damn eyeballs too. So it'd be even cooler. Yeah. He says, he's like, I got hair all the way up to my goddamn eyeballs, man. I'm a fucking <laughs> monkey, man. Like, yeah. I'm starting to get shit pretty high too. Right here is where it stops. Really? But I shave it. Yeah. It's, it's getting higher and higher the more I shave it. So I might be getting kind of 
furry too. Maybe I'll uh, I'll start catching up with you because I'm getting more hair on my back now. Yeah, once you get on your back, I'll start uh, getting more prolific on your face. I think that's the I think that's the move because it's uh, no. I don't know what happened. I don't I don't know if it's the carnivore or the cold plunge, <laughs> but I'm get my back's getting hairy, man. Golly, you probably got too much fucking testosterone, dude. You're fucking just growing hair in your... Oozing out of... Just oozing out of me. Yeah. How'd well, you like I'd the... Like to see. How'd you like the remote the remote thing? It's not bad. Thanks, pretty good. Kind of weird sitting in here by myself talking to a computer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... The, the There's not a whole lot of lag, so we'll no. probably do it again. Yeah, it's, it's good for these little moments where I'm, you know, going out of town and yeah. and you're going to be out of town and we kind of, shit, if you bring your shit, we could, you know, and you have good Wi-Fi, we could probably do this shit anywhere. I basically take the podcast man, wherever I go. Yeah, because you got that little mixer. Mm. Yeah, dude, it's nice. You should get one. I'm interested in see how this goes. I think, uh, yeah, I'll I'll send it to you or whatever. Send it to me on the old Google Drive. And I'll uh, I'll work up some magic this weekend with it. I'm interested to see what it's probably. It's gonna look pretty cool. I mean, I think we so. got both our little our little uh, our little places, you know. Yeah, I think you got your be... brick wall. I got all these knickknacks. You probably I... never seen this, huh? No, I'll let Candace pick the color today. Yeah, she picked yellow. Looks good. On you. I thought it was a good color choice, so I, I let, I'll let it go. I didn't fight her. I like the lamp. You ever turn the lamp on or is it just decoration? It's just there. Yeah. We really have Does no... it have a bulb in it? I don't know, actually. Yeah, it's got a bulb. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's usually over here, which you could probably see. I it. think it looks better over there. You think it looks think better, it right better here? over there? But it's off my camera. So I have it like right. Yeah, so I don't know what your frame looks like. You're, it probably looks good in your frame. That's why you have it there. Yeah, it looks really like right now it's just a cunt hair in my frame, basically. A CH into it. Is that too much? That's more like it. Okay. All right, buddy. This is fun. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's do it again. Let's make this a regular thing. Good luck doing your homework that you have to actually do. Yeah, I actually have to log in here in a little bit. Can't cheat yeah. on this one. So. When you give a formal, when you give a formal complaint to Chag, Quizlet, Course Hero, well, what's one more? When they're pro, I, like when, I need four. When you're uh, Course Hero, Quizlet, there's this engineering one that I use from time to time. <laughs> what's the math one? Uh, Mathway. Mathway. Okay. Mathway is a we'll good one. Mathway. I'll recommend They're Mathway. Recommend like if you're if you're a college student and you're in the weeds, Mathway is where you want to go. If you're in a nine line bind. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a if you're a half past monkey's ass and your shoelaces are untied, <laughs> you, you gotta check out Someone Mathway. Someone got the lights out on you. You might want to check out Mathway. <laughs> yeah, if you dropped a. <laughs> You drop the soap in the shower, <laughs> <laughs> and your butt's a little dirty. You might want to get. You might want to go to Mathway. That sounds like a redneck joke. <laughs> yeah, it's turning into it. All right, man. You want to hang out for us so we can take a picture together? 
How's that feel? <laughs> that felt weird a little bit. It feels kind of weird. Yeah. That's really- what we're doing with people. So, yeah. 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 All right, buddy. All right. Love, love. Are we going to actually hang hang up or? No, we'll, we'll, we'll stay, stick here for a second. All right. What should I do to say goodbye? Like Let's look at each other um, in silence for one minute. I want you to see this. I did this whole thing in my boxers. <laughs> wow. See that? I would have never known. I know. I do. I'll do basically all of them in my boxers. Wow. It's, you should have put a suit top on. I've been funnier when he, no, <laughs> you know, you should have fucking touched. You should have said, all right, bye. And, and, and got up and left and have no pants. Just your bare ass. <laughs> I'll do that next time. <laughs> I, you would have, you would have lost me. <laughs> if you would have just, and you still keep your headphones on. They just kind of rip off your head. <laughs> I'll do that next time. I'll do it next time. I I promise. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll Love you, buddy. It. Love you, buddy. All right, Love man. You. Bye. Bye.